The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Well, welcome everyone. I always feel like it's a, <clears throat> a minor miracle that we people gather on a Friday evening to practice this, what we call in the early Buddhist tradition, the heart's deliverance of goodwill or the heart's deliverance of loving kindness. And I like to think about it as in a way the most available source of happiness for us human beings. I mean, there's a few things that kind of we can count on. A good sleep, you know, a nice bath, but more satisfying than our sort of ordinary <clears throat> go-to sense experiences is this turning the mind to this attitude of loving kindness. And one of the things we learn when we study, when we get interested in our own heart and mind, is that the attitude is always in play. We never have to be, you know, just feeling like we're stuck being grumpy or being irritable. I mean, it's clear that we are going to be irritable or grumpy or resentful or closed down or... <clears throat> you know, caught up in any number of less than skillful attitudes, states of mind. But the appropriate way for us to relate to those times of difficulty is this, yeah, and it's optional. I don't know, we may not have the skillful means or the confidence in any moment to sort of flip, shift one's attitude. But even if we're stuck, it's still useful to realize, yeah, I'm stuck, but I know one thing, it doesn't have to be this way. It is this way. <laughs> if, I, if I knew how to shift my attitude, if I had the right amount of confidence, if I had the right skillful means, definitely I'd shift this attitude. But right now I'm not doing it. I can't do it or don't know how to do it. But I'm still in the game because at least... I realize, I acknowledge, this unhelpful attitude, being aversive, is not the only way to be in this moment, the only way to be relating in this moment. Joseph Goldstein, one of my teachers, in one of his earlier books, Seeking the Heart of Wisdom, it's a book he wrote with Jack Kornfield many, several decades, maybe even 30 years ago or more, and he wrote, Seeing the suffering in the world around us and in our own bodies and minds, we begin to understand suffering not only as an individual problem, but as a universal experience. It is one of the aspects of being alive. The question then comes to mind is, if compassion arises from the awareness of suffering, why isn't the world a more compassionate place? Because right? we talk about that, you know, that compassion arises because of the wise heart's proximity to suffering. And so he goes on, he answers his own question, you know, if the proximate cause for compassion is the exposure to suffering, why isn't there more, why isn't there more compassion in the world? He answers that the problem is that often our hearts are not open to feel the pain. We move away from it, close off, and become defended. By closing ourselves off from suffering, however, we also close ourselves off to our own wellspring of compassion. And this is the thing about life and our practice generally. It really comes down, I mean, some moments are easier than others, but it always comes down to the same thing. Is it appropriate? Is it skillful? Is it possible in this moment to be open? Or am I, one way or another, rationalizing being closed? And another teacher, Tony Packer, said something I really like, you know, that nobody ever consciously chooses to be numb or disconnected or closed down. 
we do it all the time, but we don't choose to close down, to disconnect in the light of day. We do it out of habit. We do it unconsciously. And the real, there are real repercussions, you know, when we close down and we separate, because then we feel disconnected. And because we're disconnected, we're likely to make some attempt to address the pain of being disconnected in ways that can further that disconnection, that alienation. So in a moment when we start doing the metta, the loving-kindness practice, you know, it's really about shifting the allegiance or the kind of gravitational pull of our heart from this self-centered, what about me, protecting me, getting myself away from the uncertainty and the messiness of life, getting myself away from the exposure of suffering, to a different, like a, an attitude of giving, of including that generosity of the heart, the generosity of goodness. And so we'll lose it, but we can, you know, there's a lot of artistry and metta, loving-kindness practice. We have to find our own, you know, specific to the makeup, the qualities, the tendencies of our own heart. We have to find our own way to uh, find our way back to that generosity of the heart, you know, the heart that cares, the heart that's willing to include, the heart that's willing to be touched, the heart that's not afraid of exposure. We have to find our way back. And we have these clues, like we know it's about inclusiveness, saying yes. It's not about me rushing away from my negative, aversive, self-centered states into the glorious space of loving-kindness. It's really about acknowledging the messy, unwholesome, self-centered, negative states of mind with love, with kindness with patience, with forgiveness, with a wholesome sense of humor, right? That's how we come back. That's how we start over when we're doing loving-kindness practice. We manifest a non-fear of any kind of reactivity, any kind of giving up, any kind of doubt, and just like we practice including that, having metta, having loving-kindness, for the resistance that, you know, and the way my mind resists, the way my mind disconnects for the moment may be slightly or very different than the way your mind loses the thread of loving kindness, gets caught up in some negativity. But regardless, however we end up, you know, identified, acting out some negative attitude of mind, the way back is simply to have metta, loving-kindness, for that negative attitude of mind. We don't need a different moment's experience. Just right there and then, that intimate, honest acknowledgement, oh, my mind's really negative, or I'm having a lot of doubt, thinking that this is stupid, I shouldn't have come, or whatever thought, attitude shows up. The way back to the practice is just to realize, oh, I care about this. I care enough to be close. I care enough to just acknowledge what it feels like to be human right now, to feel this body, to feel the quality of the heart. I care enough to wish well for myself and to wish well for everyone. May our hearts be at ease. And that's the great thing. So never get confused by that very common tendency to think, oh, I've gotten myself in a heap of trouble, I'm caught up with this negative thoughts, and I gotta get myself back to my practice, which is way over there somewhere, because I'm over in this negative territory. So that even that first movement of just acknowledging the negative territory, the 
unwholesome attitudes that have gotten established, the momentum of whatever it is the mind's been spinning with, just to sort of relax is already the beginning of loving kindness. Like, it's as if we're talking to the negative states, negative qualities in the mind. Honey, I'm not afraid of you. I see you. I get it. I understand that sometimes my mind is like this. Sometimes my heart is closed down like this. Sometimes, what do we say sometimes? Sometimes my mind is fit to be tied. You know, sometimes it's like this. That's already has the flavor of metta, loving kindness. So I thought it would be useful as we practice for, you know, 30 or 40 minutes now to be particularly interested in those times where we lose the thread, the continuity of loving kindness practice. And I'll give some instructions as we're going. And just to, in that moment where you realize, like when we're really lost, we're lost, we can't practice. But in that moment, you realize that the mind has been spinning in some self-centered drama. Then it's almost like the first thing we want to remember is, I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to fix anything. I just need to realize that even this can be okay. This, whatever the mind is like right now, the reverberations of having been caught up in some drama, that even this is okay. Like I can have metta for this, this would be fine to have metta for. Oh yeah, sometimes the heart, the mind and body are like this. And I care about this. I care enough to not have to back away, to rush away. I care enough to simply feel what's here to feel. And I care enough to wish well for myself. May I be at ease with these conditions. May I have a healthy, happy, kind attitude about the way it is right now. May not be afraid of the way the mind is right now. May have a lot of space, a lot of ease. So you can use phrases like that, like literally we talk to ourselves when we need that more support, that sort of stronger support to keep the metta, that goodness in mind. Then use phrases as if you're literally talking to yourself, but from this attitude, this inclusive attitude of metta, loving kindness. Okay, so that's a particular challenge for tonight. And um, so we'll get comfortable in our posture. It's nice to be relatively relaxed when we're doing the loving kindness practice. Like we actually belong in this body at this time and place. That we actually belong in this wild, messy, beautiful, horrible world the whole wonderful catastrophe of it all. And uh, a nice way to begin is just to be willing to grow roots into this world of ours, into this body of ours. Not to be afraid, to be sensitive, not to be afraid to be feeling what we're feeling. And to begin our practice tonight, let's do a simple loving kindness body scan. And you can practice with your eyes closed or open, whatever you like. Holding the body relatively still in a comfortable enough posture. We let the attention soak into the head and the face. And we can start simply by feeling the scalp, even the weight of the hair, or just the qualities along the top of the head, sides and back of the head. Feel the vibration, maybe, 
any pressure, any weight. And just be relating to the top of the head in a kind way. As if we were to say something like, Honey, I'm willing to feel you. I'm willing to be with you. Sure, I often ignore you, but right now you have my full attention. And I'm going to be with you, top of the head. And I'm going to love you, care for you in these moments. Shine the light of awareness, the warm light of metta. In the ears and into the brow and forehead. Letting this radiance of goodness, of metta, this loving presence via both eyes and the brow and the forehead and the temples. And we're not trying to get rid of the tension you might feel, we're just trying to be close and loving and patient. This loving presence. And when you feel ready, just include more and more of the face. Feel the air touching the skin. Feel the moisture in the mouth. The strong muscles of the jaw. The hardness of the teeth and the bones, the softness of the lips and tongue. And in the most simple way, this inclusive and kind presence for the entire head and face. I'm not in a hurry. as if we have all the time in the world to be present in this way. And not afraid of any discomfort there may be in the head or face. Everything belongs. Nothing needs to remain hidden. awareness to settle and soak into the throat and the entire neck and just take your time. See what sensations are here and be welcoming this willingness to be close and a willingness to allow the sensations to be the way they are. Really a practice of non-fear with the sensations in the neck and throat. And from the sides of the neck, with real loving interest, we feel the tops of the shoulders and the short shoulder joints. And if there's some tension, for example, along the top of the shoulders, we're willing to be close, not in order to make it go away, but because we care. And we want to include and allow and forgive and be patient with.
And if you need like support, you could just repeat the phrase, I just want to be close. I just want to feel what's here to feel. So this is what kindness looks like when we're doing a body scan. Just that simple willingness to include and to feel what's there to feel, to not be in a rush all the time in the world as we feel the top of the shoulders. And both arms, both hands, take your time. You might just feel into each place like the biceps, underarms, elbows, forearms. wrists, feeling the back of the hands, feeling the relative warmth of the palms, any touch points, feeling all the fingers, and both arms, both hands together, just alive, with sensation, not afraid to be close, to wish well for the arms and hands. May you be at ease. May the arms and hands be at ease. And just feel the goodness and the healing of this presence. It's truly a good thing, being present in this wise and kind way. And we'll take our time. We're just going to move down the torso, so the upper chest and upper back. Collarbones, upper rib cage. All the time in the world to simply feel whatever's here to feel. And if it's subtle, if it's somewhat nondescript, that's okay. Just feel that, be close to that. We're just simply offering this gift of a kind, clear presence. You feel the breastbone, the mid chest, the shoulder blades, and any movement in the chest, like a little vibration from the beating of the heart or the movement of the, the lungs. Any emotional qualities deep in the heart area and just giving permission for everything to be the way it is in the chest and the heart shoulder blades, and when you feel ready, dropping down into the solar plexus and the lower ribs and the kidneys. And again, we're just feeling and including this wise and loving presence here. and into the abdomen, all the digestive organs, and the lower back. All the way into the pelvis, we feel the structure of the pelvis, the hips, 
tailbone, sits bones, floor of the pelvis, groin. Just this wise and kind presence, this inclusive, curious presence. In the entire torso, both arms and hands, the neck, the entire head, the upper half of the body, folding, meeting it in this inclusive, kind way. Everything belongs. Nothing has to be left out. And when you're ready, just begin bringing this kind and inclusive attention down into the thighs. So from the pelvis and buttocks into the thighs, any touch points, even the clothes against the skin that you feel. And this kind, open-hearted, generous attention to the knees. Just as they are. Like a gift, this gift of this steady presence. And the shins. and the calves, this loving presence down the legs, through the ankles all the way to the heels. Even those places that are mostly nondescript, you can still bring that loving sensitivity even when the sensations are subtle, the sides, tops, and bottoms of the feet, toes, I just feel the vibration of this loving presence through both legs and both feet. Everything's included here in the lower half of the body Nothing left out. This generous and patient presence. And the whole body together. Outer, inner, front, behind, sides, top and bottom. In a way, we're infusing the body with this goodness, this loving presence, this inclusive and generous, even radiant presence. And maybe the body responds as if each cell smiles, happy to be in this loving presence. And just abiding, trusting the goodness here, holding, being with the body in this loving way. No aversion, no fear, 
no disconnection. And as best you can, sense the goodness, this capacity to be relating to the felt sense of the body in this generous and kind way. And may this goodness continue and increase and never end. And we can even sense the goodness of the heart that cares about the body, cares enough to be close, cares enough to wish well. May this body be happy safe in all ways. May this body be at ease, happy and at ease, no matter the conditions. May this body be happy and at ease. And just see if you can keep this metta this loving-kindness in mind and to begin again whenever it gets interrupted. You might feel like your practice needs the support of bringing to mind initially people who are easy to love, people who've been really been there for you in your life, benefactors or mentors or yeah, dear friends. So then, of course, just bring those people to mind and notice how the heart naturally opens. You just feel that generosity to the heart moving out, including them wishing well. May you be at ease. May you be safe in all ways. May you be at ease no matter the conditions in your life. If you don't, if the quality of metta is strong enough, clear enough, then just notice its boundless, inclusive nature. It already includes everybody, everything. Nothing is outside its radiance. And we just learn to trust that and abide in metta. It's not so much you doing metta, loving-kindness practice, but just trusting and abiding, being metta in a way. So we'll continue in silence. Find the supports you need to keep it in mind. And when you don't need those phrases or mental images, then do what's so simple, just abiding in the goodness of the heart that loves, that wishes well, that includes, that's naturally generous. May this goodness continue, increase, and never end. So let's continue in silence.
And let's remember to be interested in these moments of starting again when we wake up from having been lost in thought. And just realizing, like, what is the way back to a loving, generous attitude? We're really not that far away from the realization that I care about this life. I care enough to be willing to simply feel what's here to feel. And I care enough to wish well. May this heart be at ease. May all beings be at ease. And then again, learning that we can abide in that goodness. We can really trust it and relax. And in a sense, really be this radiant, loving, inclusive presence.
the art of metta practice is simply keeping this attitude, this generous attitude in mind. <clears throat> and ultimately, we want to go from practicing metta to being love, being metta, abiding with this generosity of the heart that's open and inclusive, that's not afraid, naturally generous. So for the last few minutes, maybe you want to practice with your eyes open. You don't have to look at the computer screen, but just the sense of the space around you, the world around you, all the relationships of your life, the messiness of your relationships to yourself, to your friends and family, and the wider world. And realizing that this goodness of the heart that it's not afraid, doesn't need to be afraid of the complexity of our relationships with the wider world. May all beings, this being right here, this sensitive heart right here, may all sensitive hearts, all beings be at ease, no matter the conditions. May all beings be at ease. May wisdom and love protect us always. May we all be at ease in this messy, wild, imperfect world. And may the goodness of love continue increase and never end. May the goodness of love continue, increase and never end. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.